on episode 420, no jokes, of Nintendo Switchcraft, Nintendo's sales are killing it. The Witcher, first impressions, and your feedback, those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hello, look, hey, listen. Welcome back to Switchcraft. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. You can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Philip. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. And you can leave a voicemail for the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Before we get started, Bowser13 won the giveaway this week, the $5 eShop gift card, so congratulations to them. Uh, let's get started. This is Lloyd Hannison from beautiful Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, and you're listening to the Nintendo Switchcraft Podcast. All right, so you might be like, why is Bill doing things in a different order? It's because I hit the wrong button at first, and uh, I just decided to go with it, so there you go. Um my goodness, N- uh, Nintendo is doing really well as far as the sales go. Um, 15 million Nintendo Switch uh, units have been sold in North America. That's just in North America. I think that that's very, very impressive. Nintendo Switch, 15 million units in North America in less than three years. And for 10 months in a row... It is the best-selling U.S. video game console. That's insane to me. That is absolutely crazy. I think that um, I think that Nintendo has clearly uh, hit their stride with the Nintendo Switch, especially now that we've got the Switch Lite in the um, in the marketplace. Um, the thing that I the thing that this makes me say is why is there no competition for the Switch? How come we're not seeing Sony and Microsoft go after the Switch with their own uh, hybrid devices? I think that they're making a mistake. Honestly, I think that they are. I think that there's going to be a lot of people who end up buying a Switch and don't bother getting an Xbox or a PlayStation, especially with Google Stadia coming, because... Um, you know, that, that means that that's a box that they don't have to have. And, and there's obviously always going to be games that are going to be too powerful or, or not too powerful, but, uh, require too much hardware or more powerful hardware than the switch can provide. And as those, I mean, if those games are few and far between, then the, then people might just go with Stadia because you don't have to buy a box. You can just buy the game and play it wherever. Um, and I'm not even talking about like Founders Pack. I'm talking about buying just just buy the game and play it on your computer or um, like that. I, I worry that Microsoft and Sony are leaving money on the table by not kind of chasing Nintendo like they always have in the past. I mean, 
every gaming company kind of chases Nintendo. They they do something innovative and the other companies are like, hey, let's try that. Let's let's see what we can do. Let's try and uh, duplicate that. The best example I can give is motion controls. Nintendo came out with the Wii. And after they came out with the Wii, we had the Microsoft Connect, which I will give it to Microsoft. They definitely tried to go in a different direction. Uh, they 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 saw the they saw the writing on the wall that motion controls were popular at the time. That was going to be a hit, and they said we're going to take this and run with it. And I feel like they ran in the wrong direction just because it just wasn't accurate enough. Not that the Wii was super accurate, but you know what I mean? Um, and then we had Sony come up with the Sony, what was it called? Move, I think, where they had those those controllers with the big LED ball on the top of each one, and they would move those around. Um, you know, Sony and Microsoft, they kind of do things that Nintendo does, but they haven't, like, ever since the 3DS, and, you know, Microsoft's never been interested in the portable market, but ever since the 3DS... Um, the other com- gaming companies have just been like, we're just going to give it to Nintendo. We're going to let them run with it. And I think that's a mistake. And I hope that they decide to start competing because I want Nintendo to have competition in this space because then they would, you know, they would do more to make themselves uh, more to improve, if that makes sense. Uh, competition is is good for everybody, in my opinion. And uh, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, in the same hand that uh, where I'm talking about Stadia, Microsoft does have xCloud coming. Um, so so they do have that. And maybe Sony's doing something like that, too. I mean, they did just drop the price of PlayStation Go, but I just don't think that that's enough. I think that I think that it would be best for everybody if. Um, Microsoft and Sony came out with portable systems that could dock to your screen. I just think it'd be cool. Anyway, the comment from Nintendo says, uh, let me bring this up. It says, as we enter our third holiday season, Nintendo Switch is creating smiles and enjoying broad appeal with more than 15 million consumers across North America playing their favorite games where, whenever and wherever they like. This is from Doug Bowser. He says... And this holiday, we're bringing Nintendo Switch owners an even more fresh and unique entertainment experiences like Ring Fit Adventure, which you can see, like, where, which way do I have to go? This way, uh, which you can see on the floor behind me if I move my mic. Um, like Ring Fit Adventure, Luigi's Mansion 3, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, and Mario and Sonic the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, adding to the system's large and diverse library of games. I will say this. Right now, I mean, of course, Pokemon is going to be a juggernaut. It always is. But the later half of this year, with with June being as insane as it was, or no, not June, I mean September. With September being as insane as it was, um, boy, there's not a lot happening in the end of the year. And I think it's it might be the case that everybody's getting out of the way of Pokemon, I feel like Nintendo's got, they got to have something else to release at the end of the year because there's a lot of people out there, while Pokemon is super popular, there's a lot of people out there that don't care about Pokemon, and right now we don't have a non-Pokemon game that is going to be massive in the second half, or in the last quarter of the year, Um, 
outside of Luigi's Mansion, which while I am excited for, and I know that there's a lot of people who are excited for it, it's not going, it, like, it's not, it doesn't have that broad appeal that uh, that the other games have. So I, I, I do hope that we get a direct sometime soon and that we hear something else that's coming out in December um, because, like, they just listed off a bunch of stuff, and of the stuff they listed off, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 and Pokemon are the only two that I'm really excited about that that are going to be coming in November and December. And I already have Ring Fit Adventure, so so there's that. Anyway, I think that it's that, that Nintendo's doing pretty cool or pretty cool, pretty well. And um, so far to date, uh, over 14 Nintendo Switch games have sold more than one million units in North America. Uh, and there's four of them have sold more than 6 million units. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Those all sold more than 6 million. And with 15 million, that's a 33% attach rate. That's pretty good. That's really, really good. Um, and and I'm, I bet you that the attach rate for uh, Legend of Zelda is even higher than that. And uh, I I don't know. I just think that I think that Nintendo's doing great. I'm a little not nervous, but like there's there's not a lot that I'm super excited for for uh, November and December. Um, I'm hoping that Nintendo does something and uh, really surprises us. Speaking of selling things that are selling really really well, Ring Fit Adventure uh, is is selling really well as as well. I'm sorry, that was a bad sentence. Uh, so <laughs> my goodness, this thing is so weird. I haven't had a chance to, to use it yet, but, um, but ring fit adventure, uh, is hits number five on Amazon, uh, on its launch day. Number five, this is for a really weird and expensive accessory. This thing costs $80. Although there's, there's people who have been saying that they've been finding it for $70 on Walmart. So, uh, that's actually pretty impressive that's only ten dollars over the normal sixty dollar uh game um everybody who has used it has said that it's going that it's working really really well uh like i said it's behind me i haven't used it yet i I can't use it for a couple weeks because i i just had a minor surgery and um i asked my son if he wanted to today but he, he was playing uh Fortnite with his friends so he was like no i think i'll try it tomorrow or something like that uh and then he just went with my wife to go uh, get his phone number uh, on my old phone because I, I upgraded my phone to uh, a new phone and, and he's getting my old phone and it's his first phone and uh, nothing could could uh, distract him from that. He's pretty excited about that. So uh, he was playing Fortnite with his friends and didn't want to try this out yet, but uh, I'm sure that we'll, somebody in the house will play it soon and if not in two weeks, I'll be able to talk about it. Um, but... This game is getting really, really good uh, reviews. Everybody's saying that it's a great workout and that it's fun. And for me, that's very important because if there's one thing that I hate, it's exercise. I hate it. It is awful. It is not fun. There's nothing about it that I like, and I just can't stand doing it. I still do it every morning. Uh, I get on my either my bike or I lift weights 
and I do it every morning and I am I'm, I'm I'm miserable while I'm doing it. I'm so bored. Luckily, I've been uh rewatching uh the the um the Marvel movies on my iPad while I ride the bike or I listen to podcasts or some music uh, on my Google Home while I am lifting weights because it's all right here in in the office with me. Um, but this seems like a good way to change it up because I, I got to be honest, as much as I am enjoying watching these movies while I'm on the bike, on the days when I have to lift weights instead, I am so bored and no podcast is going to make me really enjoy lifting at five in the morning but this seems like it might be fun and it's very interesting to me uh, I can't wait to play it so let's take a look at the the top five things well we'll look at the top 10 things on Amazon the day that it came out uh, this is according to media.thinknum.com which is a weird name for a website but sure uh, so number one is the Xbox gift card digital code. Number two is a PlayStation gift card digital code. Number three is an eShop gift card. I don't know what the hell Twister Parent is, but uh, that's interesting. And uh, then Borderlands 3 for PlayStation 4 is number four. And then Ring Fit Adventure is number five. Now, you get rid of the gift cards, and that makes the Ring Fit Adventure... Number two, which I think is very, very impressive. This is a weird fitness accessory that is being sold for the Nintendo Switch, which has fewer devices. I mean, I know that it's sold 15 million so far in the U.S., but there's fewer Nintendo Switches than the Nintendo Switch. I don't know how you pluralize it. Uh, There's fewer Switch then there are Xbox, there's fewer Switch than there are PlayStation because it's been in the market for a shorter period of time. So they have had longer to sell. And most people, I would you would think that most people who have a Nintendo Switch probably aren't interested in Ring Fit Adventure. So for it to hit number two on the Amazon charts is really, really impressive. Let's talk about something else that's really impressive. The Witcher. Um, I have I, I received a review copy of The Witcher on my Nintendo Switch. I'm reaching for it right now. That's why my voice got quiet there for a second. And um, I got to say, it, it looks pretty good on the Switch. It Does it look amazing? No. It looks really muddy. Very, excuse me, very blurry. Uh, and... You know the the colors are the colors are either a little too bright or a little too dim, depending on what your settings are. I'm trying to get this so that the camera can see it. Uh, but overall, I think that it looks pretty good. And if you're playing with it at like normal distance, I think it looks okay, which is really impressive on a, a device like the Switch. Uh, I think that oh gosh, what's the name of the the not psionics that's the rocket league team what in the hell is the name of the it starts with an s saber interactive there we go i think that saber interactive did a fantastic job porting this game uh to the nintendo switch and if you're like what are you talking about saber interactive this is a cd project red game yes but cd project red worked with saber interactive in order to bring it to the switch 
I'm very, very early in the game. So I like there's I haven't done hardly anything, mostly because it took forever to download. Like it's huge. I this is a game where if you can get the physical copy, I would recommend getting the physical copy just because it is such a huge game and everything is on the 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 cartridge because CD Projekt Red did it right. Uh, so support them and buy the physical copy if you're if you if you want. Although they they make more money if you buy the uh, digital copy. So there's that too. Um, I'm impressed. I'm very impressed at how well it runs. Can I recommend it on the Switch? Absolutely. Can I recommend it on the Switch if you have another place to play it? I don't know. Uh, that's that's uh, a definitely a different answer. Um, it depends on how important portability is to you if you don't care if you're going to play it docked and you have a playstation or an xbox or a pc then you should play it on a playstation an xbox or a pc just because it's going to be a better experience but if you probably aren't going to play it docked then definitely go with the the switch version it's got both dlcs it's hundreds upon hundreds of hours of gameplay in this game it looks great uh, if you're going to play it portably, then uh, make sure you got headphones on because there's a lot of swearing and you don't want to be that guy or girl uh, who's out there playing uh, The Witcher and uh, having these guys like in the very beginning, there's these two guys who are yelling at me uh, to get out of their town or whatever. Uh, and they're swearing like a bunch. Um, just wear your headphones so people don't have to hear what you're listening. And, and honestly, if you're watching something or listening to something on any device, wear your headphones. Like I go, I, I was out walking um, through the mall the other day when I went to go buy my phone. And because I went down to the Apple store, it's an hour away. Uh, and I was walking through the mall and there's these people who I keep seeing and they're watching videos on their on their phone and they've just they've just got the volume cranked up and that's how they're watching it and like I don't want to hear your stuff and just like you don't want to hear my stuff where are your headphones people my wife just sent me a message so I need to see what that is before we go anywhere or any further in the show okay that's fast um anyway the the game looks good does it look amazing no but it never was going to on the Nintendo Switch. I'm very impressed with, with what um, Saber Interactive and CD Projekt Red were able to, to pull off on this hardware. It's impressive. Uh, before we get to the, the second half of the show, the feedback, excuse me, uh, I just want to let people know that apparently Okami, which uh, is a game I've never played, a lot of people compare it to Zelda. Um, it's a Capcom game. You play as this wolf. And a lot of people compare it to Zelda. Uh, and, um, well, okay, so I'm, I'm apparently they want to make Okami. Uh, they want to make Okami 2. And I know that there's a lot of people who are huge fans of Okami. And uh, I just wanted to let you know that that's a possibility. So if you are a big fan of that Wolf Zelda game, not, um, uh, not Twilight Princess, <laughs> the other Wolf Zelda game, uh, then... Uh, this tweet might uh, be exciting for you. This comes from Ikumi Nakamura, uh, who, um, excuse me, who is the, it says here, unconfirmed creative director uh, of Okami. 
And it says, Okami is coming back. We want to make Okami's sequel, and the fans have been looking forward to it, too. You guys want to see uh, Kamiya's Okami again, right? Everyone? I want to work on it, too. So, I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of people who are excited, and um, I thought that you might want to know about it. I personally have not played Okami, and I know that I should because I'm a big Zelda fan, uh, but I haven't played it. So... Only time will tell if that's going to happen. I think that there's going to be... Uh, it'll probably be a while before we hear anything. But now you know. And knowing it's half the battle, go Joe. I'm out of here. I'm not out of here. We're going to take a break here for the sponsor. And then when we come back, it's uh, your turn to talk. Nintendo, please hold. One moment. Thank you. May I help you? And in Nintendo, Seattle, at the company's U.S. headquarters, they listen to the customers. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. So I wanted to talk about this during the show, but I forgot to. I'm going to edit this into the middle of the show, just so everybody knows. I did have somebody reach out to me, uh, and they said that they were disappointed that I, when I was talking about all the, the Blizzard stuff, uh, they were disappointed that I said, hang on to that hate. Uh, they didn't like that phrasing, and I completely get what they're, what they're saying. And I, basically, the long and short of it is I had said, uh, hang on to what you're angry about right now and save it for BlizzCon. Wait until BlizzCon and then protest. That was my suggestion. And I don't like the words that I chose either. This is the problem with doing an unscripted show. Sometimes when you're talking and just talking and talking and talking, you're going to say something that doesn't come out quite the way that you mean to. So what I really meant... Instead of saying, hold on to your hate, because that's not what I meant. I was trying to, I, I was, it made sense to say it that way at the time. More like, uh, it was bad word choice. It was about flowery language or something like that. So what I really meant to say was, don't forget about what's happening in Hong Kong. People have a tendency to get mad about something and then they forget and they forget whatever that thing was pretty quickly and just move on with their lives. So what I was saying is, look, we're, uh, there's a lot of people right now who are upset and up in arms about Blizzard and what they're doing. And I said, uh, hold on to your hate. But what I really meant to say is don't forget about what's happening in Hong Kong. And if you're going to BlizzCon when you get there, use that energy that you're like that angry energy. Use that energy in a good way to draw attention to what is happening there. That's what I really meant to say, and I kind of butchered it, and that's what happens when you do an unscripted show live, and uh, <laughs> just sometimes I'm going to goof up and say something stupid. 
you say you talk in front of a camera for long enough or in front of a microphone for long enough and you are guaranteed to say something stupid and i've said a lot of stupid but that was probably up there with with uh the top 10 of stupid things that i've said all right so now that i've edited this into the show Let's get back to the other thing. I want to start off by saying that anybody who here who is here live, who is a um, a regular, who's here on a regular basis, if you want to call into the show and talk about your thoughts about anything that's happened in Nintendo news this week, uh, feel free to hop in the Discord channel. Uh, you can go to runjumpstomp.com slash discord. If you're a regular, you already know that. If you're not a regular, then maybe sometime in the future you can do that. Uh, but if you hop into that channel there is uh, or join the discord, there is a room there called the green room. And I'm sitting in the call-in room and I can grab you from the green room, pull you into the call-in room and you can tell me what it is that you want to talk about. While we're waiting to see if anybody actually wants to call in, I want to talk about some stuff that... Uh, that I saw. Uh, I tweeted out this picture yesterday. I said, no live show today. Enjoy this picture of cool stuff instead. And it was a picture of Super Mario Brothers 2 as well as um, Zelda on my Nintendo 64. It's sitting on the shelf behind me. You can probably see it just barely because the screen's really small. But uh, I, t- I tweeted that out. And um, uh, somebody named Grills replied they said i remember unwrapping super mario brothers 2 on christmas and losing my mind such a special game to me and this got me thinking uh what are some of your favorite video games that you received as gift or video game related uh gifts that you received so i tweeted that out earlier today and i got some some replies but i'm looking forward to hearing more replies if you Want to check out this tweet? I'm at RunJumpStomp on Twitter, or you can just go to RunJumpStomp.com, and this is episode 420, and you can click on that, and it'll take you to this tweet, and then you can reply to it. So uh, Grills replied again, and they said, for me, the real big one was a couple of years before Super Mario Brothers 2 when I got the Rob the Robot NES bundle with Gyromite, Duck Hunt, and Super Mario Brothers. Steven uh, replied, he said, I was out with my mom at the mall after school and she randomly let me buy Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine. No birthday, no Christmas, no real reason. I w- it, was a really, it was really sweet and I'll always remember that random event. I wasn't expecting it at all. Uh, Charles McFall said, when I was 12, my family was put out on the street. He got a job at Walmart to put food on the table while we lived at a friend's house. That year for my birthday, I got a NES and Legend of Zelda gold cart, and it was the only positive thing in my life then. It changed me forever. Francisco Ramos says, I got this ocarina, and he included a picture of a a Zelda-style ocarina. Uh, They said, I got this ocarina a couple of years ago from a friend. I never learned how to play it, but it sounds exactly as the one in the game. Uh, Nintendo Krog says, whenever I think of Donkey Kong Country, I remember playing it with my brother over winter break when we got it for Christmas. And Gavin Butcher replied, opening my first ever console on Christmas Day, it was the Sega Mega Drive with Sonic 1 and and Toe Jam and Earl. Such a special memory for me. I will never forget it. And Tony... Uh, Tony says, Atari 2600, I'll never forget I had the chicken pox and was laid up 
and they brought it home with the ET game and some ET Shrinky Dinks. Uh, if you don't know what Shrinky Dinks are, they were these little color rubber things that had like pictures on them and you could cut them out and put them in the oven and they would shrink down and harden, I believe. Uh, and, and then you had like these cool little things that were no longer like, um, they, like they were the, like these hard plastic things afterwards. It was really a weird thing in the eighties. Uh, he then goes on to say, I've since forgiven them for the ET game. And then I replied, that game gets way more hate than it deserves. I also had that game when I was a kid, and I know a lot of people say that it is the worst game ever made, and it might be, but it gets way more hate than it deserves. And I think that, um, what's his name? The the guy who made it, I, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, he did a good job doing doing what he did in, I think, two months or something like that. It was insane how fast he had to put that game out because... Uh, that's when the movie was coming out and they they didn't give him a lot of lead time on it but if keep those keep those uh replies coming uh that i find that stuff super interesting to read uh what is your favorite gaming related gift that you've received mikey be playing in chat says ps1 and crystallis were were special moments for for them uh so that's awesome man uh thank you for for replying uh, okay, let's uh, let's go back to my show notes, and I got an email from Jason. Jason said, I just wanted to give a heads up to all the listeners that Asphalt 9 on Nintendo Switch is really great. It's a free-to-play racing game in the vein of Burnout 3, which is one of my top, um, my top, what's that say? Five games of all time. The graphics, controls, sound, and gameplay are all top notch i've put over 20 hours since it's come out and i haven't put a penny into the game or even felt pressured to pay if the car runs out of gas i just pick a different car and go for a different cup there's even a very good offline mode also the game supports single joy-con play which i've had to do since my sent my drifting joy-con off to nintendo on tuesday keep up the awesome show jason jason thank you very much for the email because of your call or your email, I downloaded Asphalt 9. I have not tried it yet. I haven't had a chance. Uh, I'm going to give it a shot. I don't anticipate myself really liking it. It's not my style of racing game. I very much prefer like kart racers, like Mario Kart. That's my style of racing game. But I do appreciate that uh, I, you know there are people out there that like the kind of games that I don't like. And uh, I can understand that. So... Thank you for letting people know, because if there's somebody out there that really, really likes burnouts, uh, burnout games, then you're probably yeah, burnout games on episode 420. Um, then they're probably going to also enjoy Asphalt 9, according to Jason. I have no idea, though, because I've never played Burnout and I haven't played Asphalt 9 yet. But I'll get back to everyone and let you know what I think of the game. All right. It looks like we don't have anybody that wants to call in today. That's cool. Um, become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Get a hold of me through email, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, or you can reach out to me on Twitter, and I'll feature you on the uh, Saturday show. Uh, my Twitter handle is at runjumpstomp. This show is part of the giant-sized team-up network. Uh, for more information, check out gstu.net. And if you're looking for ways to support the show, stop by runjumpstomp.com slash thank you uh, if you want to support the show. 
Uh, the music you're hearing right now is Corneria, Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. And uh, thank you for hanging out with me while I talk about Nintendo stuff. I'll see you next time. Until then, bye-bye.